Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming to the ninth episode of San Pellegrino Personal Journal Podcast Run by May. This podcast is going to be about self-reflection of things I did not have an output for, such as the late-night thoughts I had in mind. Today, I'm going through some words that are commonly used but misused in different situations. Um, right now, I'm actually in a library outside like i'm in a library but the part where i am is outside so i don't know if you hear any noises but ignore me but i'm using the mic so it should be okay so i had to really look up to know the real meaning behind it because many are controversial words and depending on the perspective who you represent as the meaning is completely different and i've narrowed down to two words for today because as i was researching on the real definition and how people decipher the meanings of those words um, it can get very deep and i cannot describe it on my own in 10 minutes so i chose abg and poc for today the other ones i had in mind were like pick me girl out girl cottage and um, Pinterest girl but I'm gonna only do two for today because I know it's gonna get a bit long <laughs> so there are ma- so many TikTok terms and there are terms that generally got more used than pre- previously because of how the internet or media started using the term more frequently and I'm gonna start from very lightly used term ABG ABG is the abbreviation for Asian baby girl and it is is supposed to be sort of an Asian gangster girl who likes to hang out with boys and parties all the time, has a specific makeup on that's more on the heavier side um, with fake lashes and so on. And it first started to be widespread from like subtle Asian traits on Facebook made by a group of East Asians based in Australia. I'm actually in the Facebook group, which I haven't checked in so long, but I feel like when it started off, it was just people from Asian um, descent making jokes about living in the Western culture as an Asian. And there's so many wholesome posts about the community too, but sometimes it be- because it categorizes any any Asian as one thing they are offensive or can be offensive um, comments or posts not knowing the concept of it all Um, I've seen some that um, categorizes the Asians into the countries they come from and I'm not offended because I get why people think it's a Japanese thing to be like cutesy and um, kawaii figure but it puts so much emphasis on the labels and the comments were aggressive well ABG starter pack and ABG fashion trend started from there and now it's sort of the aesthetic that it's appreciated or not appreciated on Instagram and TikTok. The aesthetics can be appealing and whether or not I would dress or like to do the ABG aesthetics, I think it's sort of a dangerous notion to have in my opinion. ABGs have been credited as rebellious, um, shirking light and studious cultural norms but it seems like it's just slipping out of one stereotype to into another um, one of the articles said it can feel liberating to purposely change an aesthetic and people like to call it a glow up when in reality it is actually just a just a conforming to western 
heteronormative beauty standards. Um, I feel like there's that this is a bit too much to say about in just one aesthetic. Uh, but when an ABG is affiliated with some unmet psychological need like daddy issues or smoking drool or doing tattoos because that is in contrast with their cultural background, the way it goes against the East Asian stereotype by stereotyping the against the culture is weird to me. I know that no one takes or I hope doesn't take this word seriously, but if you take it more seriously i just thought mm, that's mm, a bit weird and contradictory um even though the aesthetic is being praised for being pretty um like do asians have to be against the beauty like standard they already have to be recognized as pretty in the western culture like and also um a lot of the people also associate abg as people who do wrong things in the society and I don't know this wasn't supposed to be deep or anything but i'm just putting my word out there that i just don't really like this term aging baby girl because it has so many stereotypes behind it too and i heard that there are historical contexts behind it depending on the person and it can be used as a word to attack other people which i really don't like the next one is another commonly used word, POC. I specifically chose this word because just the other day I saw this reel on Instagram where an East Asian, East Asian girl, presumably Asian American girl, was replying to the comment she got saying, you're not POC. For her defense, her parents are the first generation that could work in the U.S. while her grandparents moved to the States as immigrants. She also said she's colored. It is um, pretty obvious that she is considered as a POC, but I was like, am I one? Like, am I considered one? And um, POC has so much historical context addressing the systemic racism in mostly Western culture. And I'm not saying I'm not one or that some specific people don't qualify as a POC because there isn't just a gui guideline to be a POC. But it seemed like many others like her who were offended that they didn't look like the normal POC are not getting the point of using the term POC. I just felt like especially using the term so casually on a platform like TikTok diminishes the power of using the term that has so much history. Um, I wasn't aware of this, but apparently the term POC was first used in like 1796 or at least documented in 1796. Um, but far later in the 1960s to 80s, the term was more frequently used post-civil rights um, era and the theory the critical race theory which mostly began from american law schools we worked on critical legal theory on race issues um, i found the definition of critical race theory from this professor osen from loyola loyola law school easier to understand um, she said critical race theory ultimately is calling for a society that is egalitarian or a society that is just and a society that is inclusive and in order to get there you have to name the barriers to achieving the society that is inclusive and another definition by tommy j curry defines 
um, CRT, as the view that the law and legal institutions are inherently uh, inherently racist, and that race itself, instead of being biologically grounded and natural, is a society like socially constructed concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interests at the expense of people of color. I mean, I'm just starting to learn all of this and I'm not pretending like I knew all of this before I researched, but I that this is not the only movement associated with the term POC. But I would say that depending on the situations, I get uncomfortable categorizing people as POC. In response to the question, are East Asians considered POC? There were so many publications about it, and there was one that really answered that question in theory. Um, she wrote, the dominant white group uses Asian Americans as the middle person to serve as a buffer between white and black people to maintain white supremacy while inciting conflict between Asian and black communities, as well as other POC. So, um, Asian Americans into their, like, so including Asian Americans into the category of, in POC is important because it means to recognize white supremacy um, despite the fact that some Asians do have the privilege, uh, privileges, oh my god, I can't say the word now that I've said it so many times, more than the other. Um, having POC as an umbrella term can be problematic um, sometimes because it could lessen the severeness of the racism uh, POC faced than other POC, but not having every non-white people under that umbrella is also problematic, is what I found out through the research. Um, it applies the same with the term BAME, um, Black, Asian, and Minority Ethnic in the UK. Um, above all of this, I think it's pretty under misunderstood in the current internet culture that uh, but there is really not much I can do about it but saying it on here. I mean, sometimes people use being a POC as an excuse to make comments that are problematic, like maybe attacking other POCs if needed. I don't know. There is no good or bad opinion about this, but I find it very weird someone being confidently put POC as the caption on Instagram or TikTok. And then the next thing they do is to post about their materialistic and capitalist side of their life that clearly makes them makes a difference to who they are defining as. And I mean, this might have been a bit too complicated to talk about in just one episode. So take this as me having another realization about a term that is very much more complex. But yeah, well, this is just a bit more than I thought it would be. But I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from because it is something that I just thought in one second and I just like put my words out there. But yeah, thank you for listening all the way here if you have and follow my Instagram if you can. And yeah, see you next episode. I don't know what I'm going to be talking about yet. Bye.